Hello everyone and welcome back to the Rainbow Dice Club. We're an all-queer, narrative-driven, actual play podcast where your three GMs are also your three PCs. My name is Dusty, my pronouns are they, she, and I play Ivy Nightbreeze Tinker Fay, whose pronouns are she, her, and I am being bullied on <laughs> Maine for my choice of dinner. So Listen, not all of us have a cocktail, a bowl full of cocktail without the fucking liquid, okay? I like black olives. It's <laughs> olives and ice, if anyone was wondering. They have to be olives cold. Olives and ice. They have to be cold. My name is Ariana. My pronouns are she, her. I play Alora Spinnelspark, whose pronouns are she, her. And I don't even know. I got, I don't know. I'm scared and there's weird, weird, just everything's weird. It's just black olives, Ari. <laughs> Hello everyone, my name is Weira, my pronouns are she, they, and I play Varys, his pronouns are he, they. And I cried harder at the olives <laughs> than I did to almost losing my character for a second time with another fucking natural one on my death saves. A note regarding content warnings. This campaign is a dark fantasy that deals consistently with topics of body horror, complicated relationship dynamics, emotional distress, fantasy violence, gore, mechanized spiders, mental health and illness, profanity, and romantic and sexual relationships. A full list of episode-specific content warnings can always be found in the show notes of each episode. Last time, the Unusual Order made quick work of the skeletons assailing them, but then faced off against four boneless and eventually two ghosts. Alara once again was engulfed by a creature, while Varys was unable to fight off a ghost possession. When a possessed Varys attacked Ivy, the wolf took over to protect her, and the two turned on each other, leaving Alara to fight off the true enemies alone. With some cunning and high rolls, Alara eliminated the threats while Ivy and Varys went blow for blow. When Ivy moved her moonbeam over Varys, causing them to revert to their original changeling form, she also knocked him out, leaving the ghost standing in the light of her spell. Alara quickly warped Varys to her side and got them back up, while Wolf Ivy made quick work of the ghost. We pick up now with Varys and Alara facing off with the wolf. The battle is over. The ghosts are gone. But we are still in initiative. Ivy is still the wolf. Varys is on the floor, just waking up from being knocked out. Alara is right next to Varys. And it's actually Alara's turn. Alara would like to insight check Bone Wolf Ivy. Because I think she wants to decide if whether or not she needs to get ready to dispatch. Yeah. It's not very good. It's a 10. So Ivy, you can tell me. I think the only thing you get is that the wolf is not actively hostile. Because it's not bearing down on you currently. (laughs) Are you facing us? Or like what? Yeah. I think she, I mean, she still has her glove on. I think she just looks at... But she doesn't take her eyes off of Ivy, actually. But she says to... She kind of, like, pats Varys's like, arm. I think to make sure that, like, they are kind of cognizant of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And she just goes, Maybe, um, let's not make any sudden moves. Um, and also probably be ready to maybe knock her out. Um, just in case, right? And Varys, it is your turn. Varys pushes himself up to sit. Nah, I think he's gonna get up onto his feet with half of his movement. Uh, and then with an action, he's going to shift into Varys. Okay. He looks at Alara and goes, um, thank you again. I appreciate that. He looks at the wolf cautiously, or suspiciously, I guess. And um, just like, are you Ivy or is this the wolf? Ivy, it is your turn. So I think while 
Varys, you were shifting back. I think you noticed that the wolf was watching you very intently and sort of like cocks its head to the side as it watches you shift back. And then it creaks its head back and it just slowly lumbers towards you guys. It is very obvious in the demeanor that this is not Ivy. And I think the wolf walks over so it's like 10 feet in front of you. I think that's my turn. Alara stands up as she sees Ivy coming closer. And I think because it's clear that it's not Ivy, Ivy, it's the wolf. She stands in front of Varys because she knows that Varys is afraid of dogs. Oh, I think she says, like, I think she says to the wolf, um, I think she just goes, please, Ivy, please don't make us do this again. But like, you see that the electricity is like sparking. So like her glove is made of wool, right? So it's kind of like wiry. And I think you just see little little lights of like electricity kind of travel through it. It's Varys's turn. I don't think he summons a weapon. I don't even think that he rages. I think that he's just gonna, well, first I'm gonna make him make a wisdom safe. Oh, he passes actually. I think that he gets a little nervous at first and then he just kind of like shakes his head as if to snap himself out of the cycle of fear he would have delved into. And he's like, um, I'm sorry, Ivy, I didn't mean to attack you. Ivy, it's your turn. The wolf opens its mouth, and I think there's a pulsing of light, and you hear emitting from the light, not like from an orientation of a mouth, but from the light in their throat. And it goes, there is nothing to fight. Um, you say that. Where is Ivy? Safe. Does Varys have anything to say before I say anything? I think that he's trying to decide, like, process that the wolf is actually talking right now. So no, I don't think he's got anything to say. I think he's just assessing body language. Can I roll an insight check and see? Can I roll one as well? What the vibes are? The wolf hey, is 17. It's higher, higher than me. Uh, I got a 13. Varys, I think what you gather is that the wolf is not hostile to you. It is on alert, but it is not actively hostile. Alara. But is this the wolf or do we set like, or do we think it's something else? Alara, you realize it's the wolf. Okay. The demeanor is the same as what you saw prior. And you also, I think you also gain that it is not used to speaking. But now that it finally can, it is going to speak. She goes, I know that it's probably hard to believe, um, but Ivy is safe with us, too. The wolf looks at Varys. Varys sits down. Alara moves out of the way. Alara does not sit down, though. He sits down and holds his hands out. Not to touch her, but to just... Be as non-threatening as humanly possible at this moment. It's like, um, I lost control of myself. I would never hurt Ivy intentionally, unless it was life or death. Never. The wolf nods, and I think it goes, not you. And it thinks, attack her. And it's asking if, um, that you were being possessed and that it was not you that was actively attacking her. And it takes him a second to, I think, realize what the wolf was trying to say. I think the wolf can probably tell he's processing. And he says, um, no, it wasn't me. 
I believe that I was possessed. It nods. I'm sorry, I tried to stop it. Forgiven, not forgotten. Bears nods. And I think the wolf takes a step back and looks at the both of you now. And it's obviously trying to like convey words without having ever been able to before. This entity relies on feeling. So it's trying to put a feeling into words. And I think it goes, I am protection. I am teeth. Do not forget what I am. And it sits. I think she, I think Alara just, after probably a long silence between all of them, Mm -hmm. she goes, where is Ivy? Here. You don't need to protect her. Um, so let her come back out now. The wolf looks around and I'm going to make a perception check for the wolf. That's a nat 20. Hey! For a total of? That's so amazing. Wolf is not here to play. Uh, that is a total of 27. There is a general sense of undead and death and decay. The wolf gets the vibe that that's just generally the area. There's nothing currently around them that is an active threat. So you watch as the wolf basically does a 360. Seems to ponder it for a moment and then looks at Alara, nods, And the navy mist comes and envelops it, and Ivy's there. How does Ivy look? She looks hurt. I think she's breathing a little heavily, and you still see that, like, necrotic damage that was on her forehead. Does this look like a good space to take a short rest? (laughs) Where you are right now? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Probably not the best idea. You could move off the road, though. Find somewhere to hide. I think she looks at the both of them. I think she helped. Is Ivy on the floor? Mm-hmm. Um, I think she helps Ivy stand up. Varys will get up on his own. And she looks at the both of them and she just goes, I, I think that we should get off the road um, and we should like regroup. Ivy looks around. What what happened? Just a lot, a lot of things. We, we can talk about it, but I think that we should. Um, you don't look so great. No offense. I don't feel great. Yeah. And um, I don't think Alara feels you've so got great like either. you've got like the bride of the dead vibe going on right now. <laughs> she touches her forehead and goes, "Ah, fuck." Alara never healed herself. I just realized. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have any physical, uh, like open wounds, but she got fucking knocked around by those flesh things, and she could probably use the cleansing stone actually. Now yeah. that I think about it, Varys has it in his hand. Actually, <laughs> she takes it from him and just like starts. And yeah, she's like, we, um, I think that we should just kind of like regroup, but I don't think that we should do it here. We should maybe find like a little bit of a safer, um, space to, how long have we been traveling for? It's almost been a whole day. So is, are we like tired? Yeah. We're getting exhausted. You feel like you could either take a short rest or a very nice long sleep. Do you think we should maybe find a spot to rest for like the, I don't think it's, I don't know if it's nighttime, but, um sleep to sleep like should we should we sleep or should we keep going i would very much like to sleep okay all right i guess we look for a place to camp yeah she puts her hand on ivy's shoulder and she goes i think you're you've been really great at finding us good spots to sleep so far um 
And she casts guidance. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, That's going to be survival. Omara's guidance is just words of affirmation. I love it. (laughs) So that's a 23 plus 7. So 30. Oh, Jesus. Holy shit. Wow. We find a hotel in (laughs) (laughs) Motel Holiday Inn in the middle of Therese's domain. (laughs) In the general vicinity, nothing looks like it'll be enough shelter. But Ivy, as Alara is giving you these, like, words of affirmation, you're like, you feel a little, like, you've got this, you know? Like, you can definitely find what we're looking for. You need to sleep somewhere comfortable mm-hmm. right the fuck now. So, Please. despite seeing nothing, General Area, you look a little further. You focus your eyes, and your dark vision actually breaches beyond the point that it should. Mm. I specialize. Beyond the 60-foot limit. About 80 feet off the path past the stone people you see what looks to be uh, one of those giant mushrooms glowing in the distance faintly and the base of it is hollowed out Aww. yeah ivy starts making a beeline she doesn't say anything yeah she's just, just like follow. she's just going ferris does not argue he just follows <laughs> all right you arrive there the ground like the, the ground to get there is a little bit swampy it's a little mucky a little muddy so you're, you move a little slow, but nothing nothing attacks you. Nothing besides the frog jumps out at you. Ivy resists the urge to kick it. <laughs> to punt it. As hard as she can. Mm-hmm. No. She doesn't, but she resists the urge. No, you get there, and it's dry. The ground is covered in moss. It's like a nice cushion. The inside is a little... I mean, there's some bugs in there. It's It's nature. But it's not, there's nothing dangerous. It's it's comfortable. It's shelter. We go inside. We <laughs> awesome. do. So quickly. Mm-hmm. And Ferris will start setting up a campfire. Instead of the usual one, though, he digs a hole in the ground. He ends up creating what's a stealth campfire. So the smoke is a little bit less noticeable. That's amazing. But it keeps you all warm and you can cook on it. I love it. Alara makes everybody dinner. I don't know what the fuck that looks like anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a lot of mushrooms. Lots of mushrooms. (laughs) Lots of non-toxic mushrooms. Non-psychedelic mushrooms. I think she does... um, She does use her... One of her infusions. It's like a little mini, like, charger almost... And I think what it does is it has the capability to, like, recharge one of her inventions. So she does use that, and I'm going to use it just to get, like, a first-level spell slot back, mechanically speaking, just in case. And she also does go around and salve everyone so that everyone gets, like, healed up in case we don't get a full night's rest. So I think, like, she she goes up to Ivy and very reminiscent... <clears throat> of what Ivy did to her before earlier when she passed out, except this time when she puts the salve on Ivy's forehead, you see it start to eat away at the necrotic damage. Um, and Ivy, if you wipe your forehead clean, you, you'll see that that damage has been healed. Varys, did you take any... Did Varys take any... It was just like mostly bludgeoning damage, right? And necrotic and oh, it was uh, so. Where's your necrotic damage? Oh God, that's right. Where are your Where are your <laughs> wounds? Took so much. You took so. You much did. Damage. That's right. So necrotic is on his stomach, so he'll take care of that. Mm-hmm. Before the wolf booped you. 
<laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little boop. There's a little nose print uh, where necrotic veins are sprouting from on his stomach. I think she hands Varys the salve to kind of take care of it. We'll take care of that. Um, roll some hit dice. Oh my god, I rolled two ones. Okay, <laughs> hey, so I'm going to roll two more hit die and just max out my hit die for the day. And okay, that's much D12s. better. That's 21 points back. That's amazing. I think that he just takes his time applying to the necrotic damage and now the radiant damage scars that he'll have. Not on this form, though. So he actually has to shift into a changeling form. Oh, yeah. To see that one. That's interesting. So you watch him shrink down three inches <laughs> and develop long white hair and such. And his clothes become baggy a little bit on him. And he starts applying it and it'll shift back. Alara is me- methodically cleaning her jacket because <laughs> it was covered in guts yeah i think when they're all sitting around probably the campfire eating mushroom soup or whatever the <laughs> gruel yeah they're gruel i mean i'm assuming is everyone just like silent yeah Vera's hand is like holding a little bag of tra- essentially trail mix <laughs> From his rations and is just like sharing it because like the mushrooms are great but like not <laughs> we need more sustenance yeah alara goes so um do we want to talk about it or well i don't remember half of it so i don't know how much i can talk about there's what's that spoonful of mushroom stew in his mouth <laughs> does anybody want to um Maybe tell me why I don't remember most of that fight? Well, I think it's because the wolf took over, right? Mm-hmm. Why would why would she do that? Oh, oh. And Varys sighs. Oh, she looks at Varys. <laughs> she sighs defeated and looks at Ivy, puts the bowl down and it's like, Well, guess who lost control of himself again? I was possessed and I washed myself attack you and could do nothing about it. You got possessed? I did, by a ghost. Do you just like walk into places with such an open mind that you become like a beacon of a target? Like, look at me, everything that's um, charmed base. Fuck me up. (laughs) I don't know what it is about me that screams open for possession, but um... This is like the, what, 10th time? Since I've known you, at least. These size is like, it used to happen all the time, so I'm not surprised, to be honest. And I can't figure out how to combat it. You know, I have no solution. Can't you... I mean, you made an earring, right, that stops people from tracking you, can't you? You're like very magical, you know? Very magical. I could. Well, I don't know about that, but... Well, like, good at magic, I mean... Like, making... Thank you. Yeah. Um, I could... I'm certainly going to look into it, because this is getting ridiculous. Um, is your, um, is your magic innate, or is it learned? I don't really know, to be honest. A little both, maybe? So what do you consider yourself? <laughs> he chuckles. He looks at Ivy and smirks a bit. He's like, I'm your wizard on top of the mountain, I'm afraid. Amara <laughs> 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 laughs. She looks down... And she's, I think she's caught between laughing and being like, what the fuck? She just softly goes, he was right. Basil was right. <laughs> My dad was right. Yep. On top of a destroyed mountain, he found your wizard who 
ironically mentioned ghosts <laughs> the first time that we met. To be fair, I was looking for an old geriatric wizard. I am not geriatric. <laughs> to be fair though, you can change into an old geriatric wizard if you wanted to. I can. I can indeed. I could change into Alessandra if I wanted to right now. Not no. that I will. No, I Ugh. won't. But <laughs> Way to kill the vibe. No. <laughs> Alara looks disgusted. <laughs> Slaps. So couldn't you just like um, learn to do it? I could. Uh, it would require research, which I don't have time to do at the moment. What? And You know, this has just been the easiest vacay I've ever experienced. I have other things to do and research on my downtime currently, but... I feel like that should be probably at the top of your priority list at this point. It's, um, it's second tier. Ivy uh, motions to the cut on her shoulder, wordlessly. He rubs his temples and he looks so guilty. He feels so bad. And then she goes, so, okay, so you attacked me and the wolf came, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what? It just decided to let me go? <sighs> funny um thing you didn't down me no no your wolf um can talk she looks at you like you've grown foreheads he nods she um i mean she's not very verbose but she got the point across um she talks ivy she is your protector and your teeth is what she said my teeth okay um hmm well she's never said a word to me before <laughs> <laughs> i mean we've already discussed you can be a little snotty sometimes so maybe you know try being a little nice <laughs> she goes i'm kidding ferris is like mid spoonful of, of stew and he starts coughing laughing <laughs> I was going to say, if not for the symbiotic nature between the two of us, I would be worried she didn't like me. But you know, that's a more apt way to say it. <laughs> Alara shrugs. Alright, so the thing that briefly possesses my body sometimes can talk now. And it said it was my teeth? And your protection. And my protection. And it was mad that Varys attacked you. Understandable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was mad about it, too. I am also very mad about it. I was mad about the whole situation, honestly. Um, I thought I was going to have to fight by both of you at one point. I wasn't really sure. I actually kind of hoped that one would, you know, down the other, which is what happened before I had to get involved. So I guess it worked out pretty well for me. Um, but yeah, we got her to go away, right? So it's better than having to hurt her or you. Um, very much so. I'm just wondering how she was able to bite Varys into being downed? No. <laughs> Varys laughs. No, uh, she cast a moonbeam on me, actually. Well, on the ghost first, actually, technically. And the moon moved it onto me. She can cast spells. She can. She gave me a nice boop to the stomach as well, with necrotic damage. Very fun. That's never happened before. Oh, could she not cast before? It happened once before. Ivy was Ivy when she was. This is the first time that the wolf has cast on her own. Well, I mean, t 
technically, if you think about it, you did train her to do that by doing it while you were her. So it's, you know, not unexpected. She's a quick study. I guess. I wonder if it has anything to do with this tingling that we're feeling. Are we still feeling it? You are, yep. All right, cool, 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 cool. Okay, um, we're learning a lot. Maybe we try not to attack Ivy. Yeah, I think overall we should probably try not to um, attack each other, um, get possessed by things, get under control, fall unconscious. Um, I mean, if it were up to me, we wouldn't be fighting anything in general, honestly. If it were up to me, we'd already be at Theraz's place having a nice cup of tea. Speaking of... Yes? No. She's not gonna, I'm not gonna waste a spell slot. She goes, no, I was, um, I was gonna see if I could see if the orbs were around, but I don't have much juice left. Um, and I guess I should probably save it for like an actual threat, maybe. Um, I'm just going to assume that they're always here at this point. Varys starts looking through his pack. Um, so this is probably like a weird question, but like, is there, um, something about me that seems like swallowable or consumable <laughs> because it's Farrah's <laughs> dead ass deadpan stares at you <laughs> she and promptly clicks like, his mouth what? shut <laughs> Ivy Ivy tries not to laugh as she goes so I guess against the three of us, right? I'm a little more wider than the two of you. Varys is taller, and so you're like a happy medium. So I think like the ability to just kind of swallow you whole would be a little easier. And then she bursts out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> she believed you. <laughs> she goes, okay, so then it's it's just it's nothing, right? <laughs> because it's happened the, it's happened to me like every time. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, I think it's interesting that we all seem to have issues of our own. You get eaten all the time. Ivy constantly loses control to the wolf. And I lose control in general. <laughs> we all lose control of something. <laughs> For Ilara, it's the ability to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> face is like purple she is trying not to laugh and alara she's is so serious she's you. so serious she's like right so that's what i meant was like is is there something that i should be doing differently to not get eaten all the time is my question giant spikes on your coat i mean i can probably spikes leather armor mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. And one directly on top of your head. <laughs> she does a hand motion up from her head into a point. She goes, okay, so spiked spike jacket um, is probably the solution. I don't know if it would prevent you from getting swallowed, but at least when you are, you would do some damage. <laughs> I just like sh shake around. <laughs> but, but the spikes have to be backwards. <laughs> So they're poking me? No, no, no. If they're hooked down, if you get swallowed, you get like stuck and you can't go farther down. I think I would have them 
like in different directions. That way I would just cover all of my bases, you know, like a cat's tongue. Well, it would just be like they would just be all over. So no matter which way I fell, because like, what if I get swallowed and I go upside down, you know, that's true. Then I'm going straight down like a waterfall. Ferris uh, snorts. I was thinking more like a shaft, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, well, thank you both for your um, help. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the actual answer is, so I'm sorry. It's okay. I just, um, I figured I would ask, you know. I don't know if there's anything you could do. Giant spy cat gonna call it now giant spy cat so who's taking the first watch (laughs) i defer to whatever you two decide rock paper scissors sure cool this is gonna go have a seat at the front alara takes pearl out to sleep next to her but to keep an eye on varus in case any fuck shit happens and he gets called away again (laughs) um i think as you do that ivy goes alara where's norman oh um he what happened to norman did he get wet from the rain yeah yeah and then you just haven't fixed him yeah (laughs) she goes oh well he got a little wet in the rain um and he doesn't do so good in the rain and i haven't really had time to fix him could you do it on your watch i can do that yeah i think he would be helpful with watches and like going at my mm-hmm yeah, as long as it's not raining. Build him in a little umbrella. Oh my god. That's a really good idea. She's gonna fucking build him an umbrella. I love that. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, toys. she's gonna build him an umbrella. Uh, she's like, yeah. I think I have all the stuff that I need anyway, so. I kind of miss um, having something that flies around, do you know? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have Bea back soon, so, you know. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. We will. We're either going to have her back or we're going to have a dead god, so... One or the other. <laughs> Varys leans his head in the mushroom like... Bitch. What? Bitch, please. Varys is like leaning with his feet against the other side of the wall, like sitting in the entrance. And he looks over at you with an eyebrow raise and says, You think we can take on our god when we almost died to ghosts? <laughs> But did you die? We didn't almost die, actually. We did pretty... I think we did pretty good, considering. You know, I didn't know. I don't think I did. You had a good watch of the fight. You were just hacking away at Ivy the whole time, facing the whole thing. He looks back outside (laughs) in the dark. (laughs) And if he did something to Bea, he's going to die. And I think she says it with such conviction that for a moment, it's just like... It's scary. The fuck? Uh, and then she abruptly turns and goes and trances. Are we going to have to try to stop Ivy from killing a god? He sighs and he looks at her and he's like, you know, just nods. Okay. Don't get possessed. <laughs> I will do my best not to. And uh, I'll take his watch. It's a waste of a natural 20. Someone roll me a d6. Tell me the number. Two. So you guys go to sleep. Um, Varys takes his watch. A couple of hours pass in the night and he hears a couple of or croaking of frogs and creaking of trees, wind blowing through. Sound has returned to this area. It's nice. It sounds relaxing. And then he sees something in the distance. No. 
He stays right where the fuck he is. <laughs> he just kind of watches it. It's a little ball of glowing light. The longer he watches, it just stays there. And then it gets a lot closer all of a sudden. Just kind of sways side to side. And then another one appears. And then another. And another. Until there's about 50 of them just chilling there in the open air. Various colors. Some are blue, some are green. Others red or pink, purple. And then a giant mouth appears so jagged teeth. And Varys holds his breath and watches it. And then all of a sudden the smile disappears and the lights blink out one by one until it is dark again. He turns around to check on you both and there's a light right in his face. He almost shouts. Almost. But the light doesn't do anything. It just kind of hangs there in the air. And then it there's a little swirl around its head, and he hears a little high-pitched whisper, and it says, Fred! And then it blinks out. I hear it, yeah. <laughs> and this watch otherwise passes uneventful. I'm gonna flip the coin to see who he goes to wake up. He wakes up. Okay, it's you. So he goes and... So Ivy wakes up, and I think Ivy and Varys just, like, sort of tiredly nod at each other. And he makes no mention of the weird lights. That's fair. And so Ivy goes and I think she sits more inside than Varys did because um, I think she wants to keep an eye on both Alara and Varys just in case Varys hears a siren call in his sleep. I think um, maybe about halfway through that's when the jar comes out. And Alara, the air around you is rife with life. You're in the middle of a busy and lush park sitting on cold concrete, your back getting lightly sprayed by the fountain churning behind you. To your left is a tall, elven person with dark hair and dark eyes. To your right is a very tall, half-orc woman with long blonde hair. Aiden and Penny make light conversation as your eyes scan the crowd lazily, letting them skip from person to person, not taking much in other than idle bits and pieces. You twirl a vial in your hand, moving the cylinder shape between your fingers absentmindedly like a coin. Your eyes slid up to a window across a bustling street from you and notice a man with tan skin and platinum blonde hair. Half elven, if you were asked. He's staring at you with an easy smile across his lips, one leg swinging gently outside of the window, a lit cigarette in his hand, the smoke curling up into the wind. When your eyes meet, you feel electricity wash over you, alighting your nerves. It starts in your fingertips and toes and travels up quickly, coming together at your head. You hear a soft, hello, darling, at the height of it. The vial you are holding in your hand suddenly cracks, a shard piercing your hand and your vision goes black. The air around you is still. It's silent, suffocatingly so. It's unnerving, the way it feels like everything around you has paused. There's something behind you, something that you feel as though you've just came through. But before you can turn to look at it, there's a pressure on your wrist and suddenly the world around you resumes. You turn to see Varys, his eyes blown wide as he's got you and Ivy by the wrist, tugging you both down into a crouching position. You go to say something and they shake their head quick tight, an immediate and panicked shutdown. There's crackling around you, 
The sound of fire, creaks and groans of buildings shifting for the first time since being erected. The topography around you changing permanently by force. You're in an alleyway, the building around you smoldering. The air is smoky. It takes everything in you not to cough. Expel the sickly, sweet, tainted air from your lungs. Suddenly, the meager light filtering through is blocked off by the outline of a massive shape with wings and a tail. A dragon, you think. Bia? Then a piece of the building to your left breaks off and falls behind you with a loud crack, bang, startling the three of you. You let out a shriek as if it were something not part of you, like it had been trapped in your gut and freed. Varys opens his mouth, forming the words, be quiet, but the unmistakable sounds of footprints drown them out. There's a lot of them. A small group of distinct gates, one with a full plate. They come into view, pausing at the alleyway you're hiding in. There's four there, peering down into the darkness. One in particular catches your eyes, a glowing form that hurts to look upon. Then there's a time jump, an obvious shift by the vertigo in your head and the fact that your body is now almost directly in front of the glowing person. It's about three inches taller than you. Not a big difference, but a looming presence all the same. You go to slap it, something that happens on instinct, a reaction to a statement that was made. Your hand makes contact, and the pressure that explodes is the most concentrated magic you've ever felt in your life. It blows the both of you back, and you slam into Varys and Ivy, knocking them off their feet. You watch as the buildings around you buckle inwards and then outwards, and before you can scream, the world is falling on top of you. What the fuck? Um, I'm going to have Ivy make a perception check to see how much of that she got. That is uh, 17 plus 7. So she saw all of it. <laughs> how does Alara wake up? I think she jumps up out of her sleep, probably. I think she sits up like really quick and, and she kind of like shuffles like aw- away, almost like like she's trying to run. Mm-hmm. But then when she realizes like that she's okay and she's like not in danger... I think she's just, she kind of like frantically and kind of like wide-eyed, like deer in the headlights, you know, looks around um, and she's just like, what? Um, are you, are you okay? Are you guys okay? You're, are you, um, are you going to try and catch the vial? I don't think so. Honestly. Oh no. What'd you get? What did you get? She a natural? rolled that one. Can I try to catch it, please? You're sleeping. Do you think you woke up? What are you going to do? Roll your hand out lazily in your sleep? From Alara's scampering? I will let you roll a dexterity check at disadvantage. I think you're groggy. I think it's all instinct. No, I don't catch it. I'm sorry. So we all watch? (laughs) Oh, no. No, I don't even think you watch. I think you've distracted Ivy, and all you hear is the glass shattering. Mm. And the three of you watch as this sludgy mist disperses. Um, was that the jaw? If I say no, it doesn't change the fact that it was indeed the jaw, but it might make me feel better. That was a bad one. Lara. Yeah. Um it felt really um real. 
But, um, I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure it's fine, right? There is a possibility that it's totally fine. But I do think your timeline for making a new jar just moved up exponentially. Well, I mean, we don't even know what happens. Like, maybe it's nothing, you know? So maybe it's just like a way for her to, you know, to like mess with me more. Ivy's going to make an arcana check. It's an 18. What are you what are you looking for? Um, I think she's trying to recall magic about hags. She grew up with hags as a as a concept. So she goes, all I know is that you don't mess with those fucking jars. Bad things can happen. Well, bad things are already happening. So you can just smash them all. No, let's not go that far. What was the dream about? You don't need to tell me the whole thing, I suppose. Just No, it was the general. She goes, I don't know. It was it, it started out mundane enough. Um I think I was in um Saluzo, and she looks at Varys, knowing that he probably would be like familiar with that place. Like Ivy obviously won't. Um, and she goes, cause I remember the, um, the fountain, but it was a little different. Um, I guess his dreams sometimes are. And it, it was all very mundane. Um, but then the three of us were in an alleyway, right? And she looks at Ivy, um, and everything was like burning. Um, and there was this glowing figure. And you were, um, you were, would I pick up that he was scared or that he was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he had your hand, like when he had your wrist that first time when the world came back, his eyes were wide, like very visibly terrified. So, yeah, she goes, um, you were petrified, um, and you told us not to make any noise and then these four figures were um were kind of looking looking down the alleyway we were in an alley and there was one figure and it was like glowing like really really bright um and then i touched the i touched the glowing figure um and then i think everything like exploded and then i woke up it just if do you ever have a dream that like, um, well, because this one felt unfamiliar, but really real, I guess. I don't know. Like when I woke up, I, 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 I thought that I was, um, dying, you know, I, th- I, I thought that, th- that everything was exploding around us. Um, so. Okay. So you were in the beginning of the dream, you were with this Aiden person. I think I recognize them. But you were with another person, an 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 Penny. old woman. Yeah, Penny. That's Penny. That's mm-hmm. Penny. Okay. Did that happen? Where you then saw the the man up in the window across the street? No, I didn't recognize him. Um, I mean, I've been to Saluzo before a lot of times. Um, I've been there more than once with Penny and Aiden. Um, and I really like the the market square is 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 pretty. I think that's why I, I recognize the fountain. 
Um, but no. A glass broke in your hand, right? Yes. Varys looks like he's uh, struggling a little bit <laughs> to wrap his head around this. Um, and when you mention the person sitting in the window, he makes a bit of a face. Um, and he's like, when you say the glass, though, you know, you've been hit with glass multiple times in your dream. So like a reoccurring theme. It shatters, it hits you, you cut yourself. Yeah, and I guess every time I do, something changes when that happens, right? Um, like it goes from one one dream to almost like another dream. Um, but I wonder if that's supposed to be a delineation between something, you know? Well, hacks don't... They can't pull from new experiences. They use what's in your head. Well, I mean, if... But, okay, but, like, these things are nightmares, right? So, like, it's, it's, um, it's, like, your psyche, right? Like, doing weird stuff. So, like, I don't know, maybe it's just all of the stuff that's happening. From what I understand, though, they're not, like, traditional nightmares. Like, well, your mind can just make shit up. It's somebody building a set in your head and then forcing you to act it out. But a hag can't build a new set. Okay, well, those things have never happened to me before. I've never fallen down a shaft with with glass with 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 pieces of glass flying up at my face, or I've never seen a dragon in um in a town in Memphis. It doesn't make any sense. I just I just would like to find her and just make this be over. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe I just have a really active imagination, you know? Um, the only thing I can think of that I would be that terrified of in group of four would be the resented. It would make sense that I would dream about that then because I just found out that you, and then she stops. Um, oh, remember the resented. Yes. Sorry, I didn't want to, you know. No, it's all right. Ivy, I told her. Okay. I I guess maybe it would make sense, right? The only thing I know about all of that is that I heard plate mail. You heard plate mail? Someone was walking with plate mail. Jaseel wears plate mail. That doesn't make any sense. Why would he be there? There's a fourth member who is a member of the guard in Kalar. He's head of it. And his name is Jaseel. He wears full black plate mail when we go out to do hits. It sounded expensive. Okay, but it doesn't matter that he was there. It was just a dream. No, you're right. I don't know why I'm digging into that so much. Alara, how would you even know that detail about somebody? You've never met the resented, right? That's true, and there's no posters of him. No one knows that he's a number. I don't know. I mean, she has seen all of our nightmares, you know? She's been inside all of our heads. She could be like... But it wouldn't make sense. Dream hop, basically, like that. I mean, does does any of this make sense, though? It's following a pattern. Your dreams are following a pattern. You know, the only other person that I've ever known who sort of had something similar was gifted in divinity they sort of predicted the future 
she kind of like laughs a little, I think. Um, I'm not saying that's the case, but um, it does remind me of it. Maybe you're accidentally scrying in your sleep. I don't have any... I can't scry. I, 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 I don't do... I can't do magic. I was a late bloomer. A very late bloomer. I don't know how accurate that is, Alara. She looked at him. When you... When we... I had to bring it up again. The true sight scenario. When I was looking at you, around you, and your aura, you had more of an orange and metallic bronze color. Now, typically, when auras are more prevalent, that means you have a, a sort of a talent with it, if, so to speak. The interesting part is the metallic bronze is only a recent school of magic that was discovered. It's something called a leomancy. What is a whatomancy? A leomancy. It's the manipulation of time, fate, and gravity. Time, fate, and gravity? Yes, there's some speculation that gravity should be a subsect of its own, but that's besides the point. Um, I... I don't... I've never... Um, I don't do magic. The only thing that I've ever been able to do... Um is cast dancing lights. I just I just always knew how to do it. Um, I don't remember learning it, I should say. And it's not really super helpful, so I never do it anyway. And that's it. I I I, I never um I just I don't I, I don't have, you know, I don't know. If you can cast a cantrip, you can learn to cast more. One hundred percent. Okay, well, I mean I don't know how it's going to help with our, um, nightmare Veritha's problem. Oh, I mean, I'm just going to kill her when I see her. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> Me too. Um, I would love to see her. So, we're just going to take that out of the equation because she's good as fucking dead. I'm more interested in the fact that you might be able to, like, travel through time. I'm sorry. Uh, and I think she picks up a rock. <laughs> And like holds it out and she goes, Can you make this move? Like gravity? <laughs> Maris lays down, rubs his face. She goes, No. You didn't even try. She literally like waves her hand and she casts dancing lights. She goes, This is this is it. And they're just like um three little like green like bobs of blobs Aww. of light. She holds the rocks up to the light to see if the lights will pick it up. She goes, wait, throw it into the lights and see if, like, that's the gravity thing, you know? She, she tosses it up into the lights. <laughs> it falls. It, no, it doesn't fall, actually. It, it sits in the air. No, it doesn't. It does. It floats no. in the air. No, it doesn't. It does. It floats in the air. And Varys shakes his head and snickers and, like, drops to the floor. <laughs> as um, as Mage Hand, he lets Mage Hand dissipate. <laughs> Ivy flips him off double-fisted birds. I think literally Alar and Ivy looked at each other with like wide like <gasps> Ivy so, is already planning their schedule for their class oh their magic God. class. He like watches you guys line up and he feels a little bad but he turns over and you hear the giggling. You hear him chuckling and it falls. She, she kind of laughs. Um <laughs> And she's like, okay, well, um, thanks for watching my nightmare. Um, <laughs> you're, you're welcome. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I guess I'll take watch now, right? How long was Varys's watch for? I think we do two hours and two hours and you do four hours. So we get six hours each. Mm-hmm. So Alara needs a two hour watch, gets a two hour watch. Varys does roll over and look at you both and goes, oh, speaking of lights, I forgot almost entirely. Did you see it too? The sharp teeth, motherfucker. And the lights? Mm-hmm. Um, only when I turned to look at you, all, uh, there was a light in front of my face. Inside of here? Inside. Did you see anything inside the light? Like maybe a fairy? Nope. It was just a ball of light and it said very high-pitched friend and vanished. Is that good or bad? I don't like that. Well, at any rate, uh, Alora, sleep for another couple hours and I will get you. Okay? Are you sure? Yes, it's fine. I'm already wide the fuck awake. <laughs> she goes, okay, um, thanks, and I guess she'll try to get more sleep. I think while you while you try to fall asleep, Ivy um, rummages in your coat, and you hear it a little bit. She's trying to be quiet, but she's not. Um, and she finds an empty vial. And she's trying to work out how to make it work herself. Aww. <laughs> while she, while you guys sleep, I don't. There's no power in her wheelhouse that would make it so that it would work. But I think she's trying as much as she can. When Alara uh, turns over and is back facing Ferris, he waves his hand a little bit to get Ivy's attention. puts a finger in front of his lips to so, say, "Like, don't talk, don't say anything." And he shifts into the guy who was leaning on the window. And he shifts back to Varys. I think she just points. (laughs) (laughs) She nods. Oh my god. (laughs) And signs very slowly, like, and says very slowly for Ivy, this is what I mean by we've met more than once. I think she just nods and she's like, she shrugs. She's like, Yep, he does the like a minch sign, like the okay, and he, um, does a gun sign to his head and turns around and goes. <laughs> <laughs> Am I not going to have exhaustion? Um, roll me a Constitution saving throw. Beat a sixteen, and you won't have any level of exhaustion. So three on the die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's even know a, how we could help that. So it's a three on the die. Would Pearl help you sleep? Oh my god, give yourself advantage, Pearl. You want to give me advantage? Yeah, take advantage with Pearl. Okay. I was trying so hard to get you to take advantage. It's a 17 plus 4 is a 21. Yeah, so you're able to get back to sleep. Hey! Is Ivy going to be exhausted, though? I think while you guys are getting up and ready to go in the morning is when she'll do her trance. Like her two hours? Yeah. Yeah, we could just take a longer rest, too. Well, that being said, Ivy, do me a favor. Roll me a d20. Perception check, please. Uh, that is a 17 plus 7, so 24. Wonderful. Uh, roll me a d6. Or someone roll me a d6. I, I want to roll it this time. You want to do this time? Yeah. Six. Cool. All right. After you guys nothing happens. conversation. You're right. Nothing happens. The whole night. <gasps> Well, something did happen. Do we get a full rest? Mm-hmm. Give me back my spell slots, baby. Give me my shit back. Long rest. At least Eight. that you're aware of, anyway. What? Nothing happens that you're aware of. What did you say? <laughs> what what you the fuck say? did you just say? 
She needed to sleep. And I'm going to pick another spell. I'm actually going to just pick one this time. Oh, God, I don't know which one, you guys. Yeah, I need to pick spells, too. Varys is going to work out why you guys fucking pick spells. <laughs> For your day. I mean, a lot. Immediate. They're just sitting in front of each other, flipping through their spell books. Varys has his open while he's doing handstand push-ups. <laughs> Stops occasionally and flips the page. <laughs> Ivy rolls her eyes every single time. So loudly and obnoxiously, you can hear her eyes creak. While Varys is working out and while Ivy and Alara are managing their spells for the day, Alara looks at Ivy. She goes, you know, I'm still kind of like upset and everything um, with Varys and all that stuff. But it's really hard not to like poke fun at him while he works out. Um, It is. What's the word I'm looking for? wild that even though we are working out all day every day he still <laughs> feels the need to get up and work out in a traditional sense it is infuriating do you think that he finds it infuriating that we won't even try a little bit to like build some muscle because no i'm getting gains yeah, like, but for like forcefully, yeah, and like Alara shows her muscle too. She's like, me too. I feel like a lot stronger, you know. In general, we <laughs> lifted him up for like four seconds yesterday. We did. So, and if I didn't trip, we probably would have been fine to begin with, you know. <laughs> Honestly, Ferris turns the page. <laughs> Ivy, look at check this out, and she sends Norman over. <laughs> From where, at whichever angle he's not looking at, so Norman is going to make a stealth check. Mm-hmm. Against his passive? Okay. Well, let me see. It's only an 11. <laughs> so Norman scuttles over. So Varys sees it coming up, but he doesn't react. Mm-hmm. See if you guys and are Norman fun. just gets up to Varys, gets up to Varys's wrist and just like with a, with a little spider leg, just taps him two times on his wrist and then scutters away. Scuttles away. That's it. He looks down at it. And watches it go and like looks over at you two with an, and raises an eyebrow. Both snickering. <laughs> he just shakes his head. He lowers himself down, gets up, picks up his spell book, kind of brushes his hands off. Before he comes over, Alara does get like a little bit serious for a second and she goes, um, I'm gonna have to like talk to him about it, right? I can't just like um, ignore everything and pretend it's okay. I mean, I've been ignoring a lot of things and pretending a lot of things are okay. So if you like the way I am currently, this is your future. She does like jazz hands. (laughs) She goes, no, as much as I don't want to, um, I also don't want to be a person who doesn't talk about things if that makes sense um so i'm trying to not be a person i think is what i mean to say you're trying to not be a person well no i am a person um trying to not be a person who doesn't talk about things is what i meant want some privacy what do you oh i didn't mean right now (laughs) oh 
all right. I thought she this goes, was a no, polite, no, uh, no, get um, the fuck out. No, I'm working. I'm, Ivy, I'm trying to be friends with you and like be, uh, be like, this is what friends do, right? They talk about things. Varys is not meditating. <laughs> Ivy kind of like looks a bit surprised and she goes, were we not friends No, 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 no. Alara oh, like shakes her head. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, I'm really bad at this. I'm trying to um, not shut all my feelings in all the time and like talk about them with my friends and you are my friend. So I'm trying to say that that's what I'm trying to do. And also saying that I need to talk to Varys because that is the, that is the thing that I should do. And so I was asking for your advice, I think. Oh. Um, yes. No, I totally think you should talk with them. Okay. Um, if, if not to um, clear whatever tension is happening between the two of you, but to also calm your head. Yeah, I think so. Um, but not right now. I'm just, I'm working. Okay. It's like, a, it's like a, you know, I got to psych myself up. Uh, st- stepping, baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, like work myself up to it. Okay, thank you for, um, thank for being talking to me and yeah of course anytime um and if you have any questions for me or want to know anything i don't know if i have the right information but i have information she nods um and she's like yeah um okay i um i have no questions i mean i probably have a lot of questions but right now i um just want to get through whatever today is going to bring. God, same. mm -hmm. So that's, you know, we'll see what happens with that, I guess. Um, Do you have any questions? Yes, actually, one question. Immediately, Alara regrets. (laughs) Immediately. Immediately. And she she does this motion where she, like, puts her fingers kind of across her eyes and she goes, how do you get your bangs to stay straight? (laughs) Um, I don't I don't know, they just do, I guess. Hmm. Alright. Okay. That's a good look. Thank you. Um I like your whole vibe, so <laughs> just platonic kiss already, damn it. <laughs> she goes, um, thank you. Um I like your whole vibe too. Thank you. You're welcome. She shrugs. Alright, Varys, are you ready? <laughs> Varys, I like your vibe. Varys opens an eye and looks over at you and goes, what vibe? Y- you know, your whole deal. I don't know what you were just talking about, but I'm so lost. I like your vibe. I don't know how, what's, hard, what's hard about that. Ivy said that she likes my vibe and I said that I like her vibe and she asked about my bangs and then she said that she likes your whole vibe. Oh, thank you. We were, we're bonding. I like we your were bonding. vibe too. That was my exact... Why the pink? <laughs> he just laughs like, uh, you know, a kid gave me a flower once and asked if I was alright and it was the same colour as this, so I just stuck with it. Oh. <laughs> shrugs. <laughs> I'd be speechless for the first time. <laughs> That's cute. Yes, not everything I... Every story is doom and gloom. Do you have others? <laughs> We should tell more not gloom and doom stories, because everything has been... I do have a lot of non-doom and gloom, and you're right, a lot of things have been doom and gloom. 
Yep, he starts braiding his hair. It's like, I'm ready whenever you folks are, though, to continue on with the doom and gloom. Or we could just live here. No, I would rather go back to Stillwater. Or, okay, really quick. Is it weird that um, I really just wish we were back in the flesh tree forest? Because I never thought I would say those words ever in my life. But honestly, I kind of do. I don't think it's weird. They did help us. They did. And they had some sweet nicknames for us. Yeah, we should probably talk about that. What were they again? Um, Fatebreaker. She looks at Varys. Um, Divinity Born. She looks at Ivy. Uh, and Realm Walker. So, she looks at Ivy and she goes, What if Titania's your mom? I think you see a crisis flit <laughs> over her face. I mean, she does kind of act like your mom, and your mom doesn't really act like your mom. And she's a god, and the trees called you divinity born, and Titania is divine, right? I'm kidding, probably. And then she gets like a look on her face. What, <laughs> Basil and Titania? Maybe gods can like do it like in a different way. You know? Asexual reproduction? I don't know. Maybe. Fair. Am I a fucking fun guy? Your dad's a fun guy. <laughs> Your dad scares me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was... It was a joke. I mean, I... It was a joke. I don't know if it's a joke. Well, you can always ask her. I mean, you do have the ear, so you could... You know, just hook it back up. I think she, yeah, I think she quickly takes off the earring. She's like, how do I work this thing? Just, just um, you go just, ahead. Just, no, you can go. Just, what? I think they both go to answer at the same time, and then she goes. <laughs> he, he gestures for Lord, didn't you? She goes, no, Varys, you, would, you helped. You were the one who gave me the idea to, like, actually make it, you know. I think you just connect the wire to the rune. Okay, she does. Does it work here? It does. Is there any anybody like talking or anything on the end of the line? You do. You hear distant talking. She listens for a minute to see if they can, if she can hear what they're saying. Yes, perception, please. Say nineteen. Right about this time, you hear the distant sounds of Vassell and some other familiar voices talking in an echoing room. You surmise that this is about the time that Titania typically holds court in the morning. She disconnects the earring and she goes, it, it, they're holding court. I don't want to interrupt. Don't want to ask your mom in front of your other mom? <laughs> no, I don't, I just, I don't want it to become a spectacle, you know? Um, Titania never leaves court. Um, and I, I know that she would leave court if I asked her to. And I just, I don't want to, um make that be a thing you know I, I think it would be more disruptive than anything and I just don't, I just don't think that it's worth it I um I can always I, ask her later you, um, I, and I, you're really good at avoiding scenarios I respect it you know I do the same 
I don't know what you're talking about. Sure. I'm just trying to be conscientious of the court mm -hmm. proceedings because, you know, I was raised in the courts and I do understand what the decorum is and I understand that it's a really big deal to be taken away from the courts and this is the morning and so it generally all the... the Alara tugs Varys's sleeve. The, the, generally the most important information is, is done in the morning, you know, so that we can plan accordingly throughout the day <laughs> and if anything needs to be adjusted, we can do that pretty quickly. I um, it, You know, if we were to hold court... Ivy. If we were to hold court later in the day, then things that needed to be adjusted wouldn't be adjusted, you know? So we generally have court in the mornings, and then we adjourn for lunch, and then we hold court again. And it's generally about an eight-hour session. Ivy. Um, pretty much. Ivy. Yes. Take mm -hmm. a breathe. Bre um, breath. I'm breathing. You're way better at that than I am, by the way. Um, <laughs> I didn't know you had that in you, honestly. Have what? I was just talking about the court proceedings. The rambling. Um, yours is a lot more coherent than mine. Ordered. Um, logical, maybe? I think yours is a string of thought, as yours, Alara, is a um, whatever comes to your mind first. Mm -hmm. I know how court proceedings work out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, I didn't. Well, I mean, I understand that you probably, uh, you know, the court proceedings in Memphis, uh, but the court proceedings in the Sealy <laughs> Court are probably vastly different. Um, a lot more, you know, oh, magical-based and structured-based. start on oh, a tangent again, or I will lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Ferris, this is all to say that I think that we should probably talk about... Um, we, I should ask him later. I already forgot what we were even... what How this started, so... Um, you think Tatoni is my mother? I don't, she's probably not, you know, Vassell, she seems great, you know, so. Were you meeting a different person? No, I was going to say it was a lie, but I've already been lying here anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um. Well, before all of my efforts to manage my anger vanish into thin air, can we get going? <laughs> yeah. Totally, yeah, uh, totally. Um, can I just throw this earring in your backpack, Varys? Just give it to me. She does. He puts it on. <laughs> and disconnects the, he, he reconnects the wire. <laughs> and listens for a minute. Yeah, roll. I thought you didn't want to hear about um, the court proceedings. No, it's less than you. So here's mumbling in the distance. He's like, he makes a face of disgust. See, it's all very pedantic and stupid shit in the mornings. He disconnects the wire and he's like, I, I don't know if that's court proceedings. He looks mortified. <laughs> Takes the earring off puts it in his backpack and he's walking. He's lying. Uh, right? Insight check. <laughs> Lucky 13! That is a... 35. 16. Ooh, Alara, you totally believe that he heard something that he should not have heard and he's really grossed out. Ivy, you know he's full of shit. He's acting. <laughs> I think she smacks him on the back <laughs> as he walks by her. He just laughs. I am fucking with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Laura, do you want to take a turn listening to the earring? No, I think we're all you. doing it. I think I'm okay. Thanks so much. Um, <laughs> I'm keeping my eyes and ears on the surroundings. Someone needs to, you know, be aware. Yes, thank you very much, Alara, for being the you're, adult in this scenario. You're welcome. Somebody has to be and we can take turns. It's fine. Because it's totally not your fault that this even started. But anyways. I. <laughs> Whenever you two are done uh, bickering like a married couple, 
I shall be over here remanaging my anger. Excuse me. <laughs> what, are you going to do more push-ups? And yes, I am. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> he's joking, though. He's walk- he's walking up the path or towards the path. Let's fucking go. Do you continue on in silence or are you just kind of tracking back towards the path? I think Ivy's got a thousand yard stare going. Um, no, I think we're traveling probably. Companionable silence right now, right? Probably. Well, you trudge through the, you know, dark colored moss and head right back towards the path. As you set foot onto the dark dirt path, picking up from where you left off, you immediately no- notice something is different. Okay. Mm, uh, the skeletons <laughs> and mounds of flesh remain in piles where you left them. Scuff marks from rapid f- foot movements, scratches from the wolf, and patches of the dirt seem sunken in slightly. There's a scorch mark in the moss to tell you of the battle from the day before. In some spots where the dirt is sunken, something shimmers faintly, illuminated by the dim glow of the giant mushrooms around you. Can I make an investigation check with my eyes? You sure can. That would be a total of 19. You go over and you kind of like crouch down and you have a closer look there. It looks like crystal. Small pieces of crystal are coming out of the ground in the spot where the dirt is sunken in. Um, friends, come check this out, maybe? Sure. Ivy walks over. It seems weird, right? Like, it seems weird? It's weird? You've never seen it happen before. Not even while you've been here. I will point out the crystal. I look at the crystal. Can I make an arcana check on it? You definitely can make an arcana check on it. Oh, that's a 19. Take advantage, because Varys will help you. Um, I don't know if I need it. That's a 26. Let's see if I get a natural 20. Did you? That's <laughs> good. That's Because that's what you needed. Look. A 1921. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. No, I'm laughing at Fuera's good, because that's what you needed. A nat 20. It's the only yeah. way you pass this check or you all died. So your 27 Arcana check tells you that these are definitely not natural. You've never seen them in Aurea. You've never heard of anything that looks quite like this. It's the crystal is translucent. It's kind of like not translucent. It's pearlescent and multicolored in every like turn your head different angles. And every time you do, it shifts in color. This reminds you of something that you read Mm. in a book recently. Which one is it? Which book? Which crystal is it? Which one, God? Uh, It's a pulse stone. They're located mostly in places where ley lines cross over one another and kind of rest in areas of high density magic. Alara will be like, I think I read about this when we were in the archives. Um, I think it's a pulse stone, which it said that they were um, that they were like found in areas of high magic, which I guess makes a lot of sense. Is our skin still like tingling? It is. Yeah. And she kind of like rubs her. I think she rubs like her forearm, you know, like as she says, like high magic area. But it also said something about like um, a place where like ley lines cross over one another. But, um, I don't know what that means. It's areas where, um, the weave crosses over, sort of like a nexus point. Oh, well, I guess we must be close to one, um, if they're here. Yeah, I've never heard them called, um, ley lines before. Everyone 
just kind of refers to it as the weave and everything I've ever read, I think has mostly, has mostly been like referring to the weave, but I mean, we're, we're in a really high magic area. Um, it would appear so. These are appearing everywhere. And he crouches down to look at it. So they just like grow overnight? Mate? I don't know what memory recall would be. History? Yeah, make a history check. Rolling hot tonight. That is a total of 22. Wow. You think about it. You think about the events of yesterday before you went off to bed. The fight that you had. And you realize that this is one of the areas where... Um, where Varys had been standing when he got hit pretty heavy. Um, that's very interesting. And so, okay, so is it only, so are they growing only in that spot right now? They're growing in patches, those patches of dirt, the sunken in dirt, which you realize now is probably where splatters of blood have landed. So there's some growing in this patch and there's some actually growing in the scorch mark as well. And the scorch mark is where the um, moonbeam was? That's correct. Does she see any blood or no? It's sunken into the ground. Okay. So I think she looks at that one and then she like looks up and walks over to where the scorch mark is and she sees more stones there as well. And I think she's like kind of mumbling like to her, like under her breath. And then she looks up at the two of them and she goes, um, Varys? He looks up at her. It kind of seems like the stones are growing in places that you were um, either standing or your blood potentially splattered to. Um, Not that um, that would make sense, I believe. Right, because you're like super magical. And we keep saying that and you're like, no, I'm not. I'm not really. So she goes over to where she was standing. Um, are there any stones growing there? <laughs> There are not. <laughs> um, she goes over to where Ivy was standing and she like kicks her out of the dirt. Are there any stones growing there? Not where Ivy was standing. Where the wolf appeared, there is a couple of small ones. So she goes, okay, well, hypothesis debunked a little bit. Um, Ivy? Yes? There's some growing where the wolf was standing too. Where the wolf was standing or where the wolf came over me. Where the wolf came over you. Where you transformed. Your hypothesis is actually kind of confirmed because um, it's feeding off of magic, right? And if Varys' blood wasn't magical, these stones wouldn't be growing. As confirmed by the magic that took over me, mm -hmm. now there are stones growing and Varys' blood is a lot more magical because there are bigger stones. Right. So what I'm hearing is... You guys There's can magic grow magical stones. <laughs> but yes, also there's magic in your veins. In them veins? In them veins. Curious looks at Ivy confused. Did you hit your head last night? Probably. Alarant nods. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Did you also hit your head? I was going to say it was probably me who did it, if anyone, <laughs> so. <laughs> I think you both hit each other in the head. Um, at least once, probably. Probably. Not surprised. He picks up the stone, and it takes a little bit of effort, but he he actually manages to yank it out of the ground. It's like, if it's in his palm, it's kind of jagged. How big are the ones Ivy made? It's like you guys are laying eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones are like, um, maybe the size of a gold coin. So Alara's gonna, um, 
Can I take some of them? Yeah. You can pick them up if you want. Okay, so Alara's going to take, I think, like, three small ones. And then, like, three... Are there, like, the the ones that Varys made? <laughs> um, are they, are they like, all the size of, like, his palm? Or are they... The one in the moonbeam is actually bigger than the one that he picked up. It seems like the combined moonbeam might have made it a little bit more potent. She'll, she'll take that one, too. But... She also wants some, like, medium-sized ones, if there are any. So there's one in the area where the moonbeam is that's coming that you have to pull out of the ground. There's one that Varys pulled out of the other pile you originally were looking at. And there's three that you picked up in the area where Ivy was. That's all there is. So three small. And then one one the Varys has is, like, the size of their palm, right? Yep. And the one that you have to pull out of the dirt... Um, we'll see. I'm gonna start digging to try to get it out. I feel like Alora has something for this. <laughs> <laughs> a little shovel, maybe? I wouldn't be surprised. No, she doesn't have a shovel, you guys. We need to get one. Make me an athletics check. Two. <laughs> Two? Okay. Alara, you start digging around this thing, and then realizing that it goes down quite a bit further than you anticipated, you get a little impatient, and you start pulling on it, and it's not budging. Um, Ferris? Yes, Alara? Ivy? Um, remember how I was, like, looking for gems and stuff for my project, maybe? That could help me? What? You were looking for gems? Since when? Mem- remember that symposium thing that we haven't talked about in, like, it feels like literal years? The symposium, yes. Mm-hmm. These might be helpful, I think. But this one is big, and it looks like it's really in there. Um... And my muscles are really sore from all the working out that I've been doing. Um, I'm sure. So I thought maybe, (laughs) (laughs) maybe you two could like dig it out for me. And she like smiles (laughs) really cutely. (laughs) Yeah. This so much feels like the person flirting to get what they want. I'm just so small and innocent. Can you big, strong people do it for me? Can you big, strong, athletic, proficient people take this out for me, please? Ferris will give in to the act and go and help. Yay! Ivy crosses her arms and laughs while she watches. (laughs) I love it. He crouches down and um, with one pull, easily removes it from the dirt she goes my hero (laughs) no she does not no she doesn't (laughs) no she doesn't um how big is it though it is about the size of a dagger oh jesus is it heavy it is heavy yeah it's got some heft to it you could probably knock somebody out with it if you tried hard enough fucking hit somebody across the head with it she i think she puts like both our hands out to like take it so like to like lay across her forearms does he hand it over yeah, he puts it in her hands. She goes, thank you. Is that a magical rock in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> and she slides it into her pocket. Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. We got stones. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's not that's not the thing that was different. Oh. That's not all that was different, I should say. Okay. What else was different, God? There's something missing. Yeah, the absence of um, people trying to kill us. <laughs> Are those statues still there? Ah, oh, make a perception check. I was going to ask about them. It's a 10. That's a dirty 20. 
Larry, you look over and towards the field, and there is a thick wall of fog roiling through the area where they were, so you don't see them. Ivy, you, however, focus. You're looking at this clearing, and it takes you a moment. You realize that they aren't there anymore. You kind of, if you really look around thinking that maybe you're just looking at the the wrong area, but not only are they not there, there is no sign of them ever being there. There is no indentations in the ground. There's no drag marks of them moving. They're just gone. They're not crumbled, are they? There's no remnants of them. It's like they never existed. So, I think we should either leave right now or worry about our sanity or both because the statues aren't there anymore and it kind of looks like they were never there. Do you want to use your passive perception or make another perception check? The choice is yours, all of you. Did theirs roll perception? I'm going to make them roll perception. Well, they have a high passive too, though, don't they? They do. I'm going to roll because Alara has shitty passive. That's a 19 on the die. So Alara looks around with her special eyes. If we're doing, if we're, if we're rolling well. I rolled a nat one, so no. <laughs> you gave me your special eyes. Ivy, you look around and you're panicking because you cannot find yeah. these fucking statues. Um, and it doesn't make any sense to you. They shouldn't be able to just fucking get up and move. Alara and Varys, you're looking at this clearing and you almost don't notice it. But a long, lanky arm covered in thick, inky black substance is around the trunk of one of those glowing mushrooms. On the hand is long, sharp talons. The body you assume that's attached to it must be around the other side of the trunk. Your eyes travel up searching for a head and you see one after a moment of looking up and up and up. No. A pale face is framed by long, stringy, but soaked black hair, with eyes like a dead fish, black and empty, a mouth hanging open at an impossible length with an almost manic grin. The skin is sunken and stretched thin against its face. It turns its head slowly, never losing eye contact with you. I <laughs> see your head shaking, never losing eye contact with you. You blink and it's gone. In the mist and forest behind you, you swear you hear whispering and the snap of twigs. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We are incredibly grateful for all the love and support. If you want more content, check out our Ko-Fi where you can leave a tip or subscribe to our Patreon and get access to early episodes, the Rainbow Dice Club chat after show, bonus scenes, and much more. Special thanks to our Green Fiend Patreon supporters, Jen Bear and Michael. You can find us on most socials at Rainbow Dice Club. And if you like what you hear, please consider leaving us a five-star review as it helps us reach a lot more cool people like you. We'll see you next time, friends. And just remember, wherever you are in your journey, you are valid, you are loved, you are accepted, and you are always welcome at our table. Bye! Bye. Hey everyone, Wayra here. Every month we select a charity to support, and when we consider the trauma our community is facing right now, it only felt right to bring back the Trevor Project. For those who aren't familiar, the Trevor Project provides support and crisis intervention to our LGBTQ2IA youth 24-7-365 days a year. They also conduct research, public education, and advocacy. The world is a scary place right now for our community. There is no question we've had a big setback in our history. We here at the Rainbow Dice Club will always be a safe space for every member of the LGBTQ2IA community, and that will never change.
If there's anything the TTRPG community knows, it's that when one of our party members is attacked, we all roll for initiative. So, to all those who fight, we are with you. To all those who are still closeted and afraid, you are valid in your identity regardless of its visibility. To all those who are struggling, we hear you. If you need to step back and stay away from the events, that's okay. Rest and take the time you need. Know that you are not alone and these dark times in our history will not last forever. We hope you stick around with us to see it get better. Love you all, and please remember that no matter where you are in your self-discovery journey, you are valid, you are loved, you are accepted, and you are always welcome at our table. Because <clears throat> I was going to say, if it happened before, she's getting bitch slapped. If it happened before, what? Who's get? Why? Why would the wolf get bitch slapped? <laughs> she... <laughs> She was like able to hold conversation this whole time. <laughs> She's just like, what up, bitches? She's like, hey, oh, fuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. Able to talk this whole time. Decided it better to bite. Mm -hmm. The campfire, I'm assuming, is outside of the mushroom, right? Like not because yeah. it would be too smoky inside. Okay. Does anybody want to narrate anything before? Uh, as soon as I'm done rolling these, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's so damaged. <laughs> this is the most hit dice I've ever used. I used it's okay. my hit die. I had He's to on. use five because I rolled two ones. <laughs> I had to... <laughs> I used four of my six. No, uh -huh. maybe more than that. I tried to roll three, yeah. but I got two ones and a seven, and I was like, that ain't gonna cut it. I just went balls to the wall and used all of it. Yeah. yeah I used five get of mine up? to get back up to full. Nice. I'm not back up to full. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. I used all of them, and I'm only at 55. Jesus. Ivy pulls out uh, a can of black olives and <laughs> just <laughs> starts going to town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ferris looks at Ivy and does an, <laughs> does an eyebrow wiggle. It's like a waterfall. <laughs> Fuck off. No, he doesn't. I'm kidding. <laughs> we're really doing it? Yeah, we're, we're really actually doing, doing rock, paper, scissors, guys. Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Oh. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ready? Okay. So on shoot? Yes, on shoot. On shoot. Okay. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, Why are you going so slow? Shoot. Because I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing. Okay, <laughs> one more time. We're all okay, different ready? speeds. <clears throat> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I did the same thing three times. Well, Wait, I'm on first. Because is that how it works? Varys is on first. Okay. Let's go. And four ghosts come out, and all of them possess Varys. At and the they're same all fighting. Time. <laughs> they're all fighting to have possession of Varys. Um, can I do it? All right. Okay. No, you got it. What'd you roll? Two. Two. <laughs> Two ghosts come out and start duking it out for the chance to possess Varys. <laughs> Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime chance of taking over a change. No. Um, right. Baby steps for the baby boy. He leans his head back in irritation. <laughs> he can hear you. No. <laughs> we don't call him. Oh my god, he can fucking hear us? God no, I'm damn kidding. it. I'm kidding. He cannot. God damn it. Cannot. 
That she, should be really funny, though. She just goes... <laughs> you just hear okay. the baby boy part. No. Baby boy. No. <laughs> she says it a little loud. <laughs> Dusty and, like, the real P- us call Varys baby boy. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I like do not baby boy. It's baby boy. Okay. Um... <laughs> No, I that's just what when we want to check out. How's, how's my baby boy? He will um, lose. Um, <laughs> Basil and Titania are sucking and fucking going <laughs> their way it. through. Going at it. They're <laughs> hot and heavy. 